0: Long years ago, in the Second Age of Middle-earth, the elven smiths of Eregion forged rings of great power. Then the Dark Lord Sauron forged one ring in the fires of Mount Doom in the land of Mordor. This ring he made to rule the others, and their power was bound up with it, so that they could last only so long as it too should last. And from that time, war never ceased between Sauron and the elves. Three rings they hid from him, but the others he gathered into his hands, hoping to make himself master of all things. Then was an alliance made against the Dark Lord, and Sauron was, for that time, vanquished. But at length his dark shadow stretched forth once more, and he sought again for mastery over the rings of power. One ring had come into the possession of Gollum, a slimy creature as dark as darkness, who kept it secret onto himself in the nethermost depths of the mines beneath the misty mountains. There it was hidden, even from the searching eye of Sauron, the Lord of the Rings. The
1: Lord of the Rings. By J.R.R. Tolkien. Prepared for radio in 13 episodes by Brian Sibley. With Ian Holm, Michael Horton, John LeMessurier and Peter Woodthorpe. Episode 1, adapted by Brian Sibley, The Shadow of the Past.
0: Long years Gollum possessed his ring, before it left him and passed to another. Gollum sought unceasingly to recover it, and without realising what power drew him on, he made his way, step by step and mile by mile, to Mordor. Precious,
2: precious, we lost the precious. After all these ages, it's gone. <coughs> It was our birthday present and it's last. Curse and crush us, but we'll never find it again. No. No. No.
3: No. You! Us! as Us! Miserable creature. <laughs> Why are you lurking here?
2: No! Not lurking, precious. Looking, yes, we're
3: looking for our birthday present, aren't
2: we, precious? Yes, that's
3: all. The Lord Sauron has no liking for those who pry and spy. Spying? Prying? Women no harm, precious. None come or go here without the Lord Sauron's leave. (laughs) If you will not answer here, you shall answer in Mordor.
2: Nothing to answer. Is there
3: precious nothing? No,
2: no, no. There
3: are devices in Barador to loosen the lying tongue. Uh, uh, come. No,
2: nah, nah, precious. No. Precious puts us down. Puts us down. No. No. <laughs> Why come you to the land of Mordor? <laughs> we were only looking for our precious. Our precious which we love. Precious? What is this precious? It was ours, and the nasty Nose stole it from us. What was stolen? <laughs> we only used it to catch our food with precious, didn't we? Silly goblins! couldn't see us when we wore the precious. <laughs> we would have died of hunger in those mountains. We were If it hadn't been for precious. Where did you get this thing? (laughs) It was given to us precious as a birthday present. And we kept it safe. Oh, yes, very safe for long ages. Till the thief took it from us. Who took it? (laughs) We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Nasty nose, wasn't was he, Precious? Trixie, who tried to cheat us, he did. Lost in the mountains, he was lost. Came nosing round our pool, he did. Asked us wiggles, it did. Cheated, he did. Stole it, he did. Who oh, stole it? We've said, haven't we, Precious? We don't know, do we, Precious? <laughs> Baggins! Baggins, he said it was! That's all we know, isn't it, Precious? Yes, yes, yes. When yes. was this? Long ago. Yes, yes. Years, years ago. And we've been looking for it ever since, haven't we? <laughs> Little cheating thief. We ought to have squeezed this. <laughs> squeezed Squeezed, we are? Where is Baggins now? Don't know. Don't know, do we, Precious? No, we don't know where the Baggins is. Came from the Shire, didn't he? Yes, yes, but we don't know where that is. Do we? Oh, no. You lie. No. My master demands the truth. No, no, Precious, we don't lie. Do we <laughs> we do the master, all we know.
0: And who was Baggins? He was Mr Bilbo Baggins. And Mr Bilbo Baggins was a hobbit. He had once lived at Bag End on the hill in the village of Hobbiton across the water in the shire in the peaceful northwest of Middle-earth. Now, however, Bilbo was no longer the occupant of Bag End and sinister shadows lengthened in the shire. But let us go back 17 years to an evening in early September when the chief topic of conversation at the Ivy Bush Tavern in Hobbiton was Mr Bilbo Baggins.
1: You can say what you like, Gaffer Gamgee, but Baggins a queer place and its folk are queerer. Mr Bilbo is a very nice, well-spoken, gentle hobbit, Ted Sandyman, and don't you go saying other ways. But what about this Frodo that lives
2: with him? Baggins is his name, but he's more than half a brandy buck. I guess a sandy man's right there. And they are rum folk in Buckland living on the wrong side of Brandywine River. And Be all. that as
1: it may, Daddy Twofoot. Mr. Frodo is a Baggins. He's Mr. Bilbo's nephew yeah. and his first and second cousin. And anyhow, he's as nice a young obit as you could wish to meet. Yeah. Well, there's still some as think when young Frodo's parents upped and died, Mr Bilbo ought to have left well enough alone. And there's still some as think Mr Bilbo did him a great kindness by adopting him as his heir and bringing him back here to live among decent folk. To live among queer folk, I says. <laughs> well, I've gardened for Mr Bilbo more years than I can't remember. I finds him decent enough. And so does my lad Sam. He's always in a bag end. Mr. Bilbo's learned him his letters. Oh, letters. What? Well, meaning no <laughs> arm, Mark, you. I hope no harm will come of it.
2: Oh. Well,
1: if you know so much about the goings on at Bag End, what's all this talk of a party? <laughs> it's to be a birthday party. Mr. Bilbo and Mr. Frodo have the same birthday, you know. Oh? It's September the 22nd. Oh. This year, Mr. Frodo will be 33, come of age, and Mr. Bilbo will be 111. And a very respectable age, too, for a hobby.
2: Ah, Gaffer's right there. Well, the old toke himself
1: only reached 130. And Mr Bilbo's certainly well-preserved for his age. Uh Why, he don't look no different now to what he did when he was 90. Well, come to that, when he was 50. (laughs) Well-preserved? Unchanged would be nearer the mark. Some folk of all the luck. Uh Anyway, who's going to this here party? My Sam says that everyone's going to be invited. And there's going to be presents, oh, you. Yeah, presents for all. <laughs> this very month, that is. Honestly, Frodo,
4: I shall be glad when September the 22nd's been and gone.
1: Why? What's up?
4: Half Hobbiton's up. It's certainly about outside Bag End as if they expected to see a dragon pop out any minute. <laughs> Our party certainly seems to be causing rather a lot of excitement. Well, I put up a notice on the gate now saying, no admittance except on party business so perhaps you'll have a little peace and quiet for a while. Oh. Yes? Oh, uh, I'm sorry if I'm disturbing you, Mr Bilbo, sir. No, 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 it's all right, sir. What can I do for you? Nothing, Mr Bilbo. I met the postman from Bywater on his way up here with another bundle of replies to those party invitations of yours, and as the poor fellow had been up here four times already today, I said as how I'd deliver them for him. Well, thank you, sir. Well, not at all, Mr Bilbo. Uh... May I say how much me and the gaffer is looking forward to your party? Well, a party at back End without the Ganges would be unthinkable. Oh. Well, anyway, if you'll excuse me, I'd best be getting on with trimming that there hedge of yours. Oh, very good, thank Sam. You. And thank you again for playing postman. My pleasure, Mr Bilbo. Now then, Frodo. Now, you start on these. Yes. And I'll open this lot. Um... Thank you for your kind invitation. I should be very pleased to come. Rory Mac Brandybuck. Good old Rory. Oh, rest myself, Frodo. Listen to this. We wish to acknowledge your invitation and to notify you of our acceptance. Otho and Lobelia Sackfield Baggins. Well, you didn't think they'd miss it, did you? Oh, I suppose not. But I'm sure they're not at all happy that I've made you my heir. <laughs> oh, now who
3: is it? <laughs> uh.
4: Ah, Gandalf!
3: Well, Mr Baggins, you needn't look so surprised.
4: What on earth have you got in that cart?
3: Fireworks. Surely you weren't planning a party without fireworks? My word, it's a good
4: many years since any of Gandalf's fireworks were seen in
3: the Shire. Well, wizards have more important business to attend to than making elf fountains and goblin barkers for the entertainment of hobbits. Now then, how long are you going to keep me standing on the doorstep? Oh, I'm sorry, Gandalf, Ah. I'm sorry. Come in, come in. Thank you. Ah, hello, Frodo. Uh,
4: hello,
2: Gandalf. Uh, d- did I hear you say something about fireworks? You
3: did. Oh, I always thought Gandalf's fireworks were a, a Hobbit legend. Did you know? Can I take a peep? You can do better than that. I can. Yes, you can make sure no young hobbits go sneaking off with any. Not a single squib, <laughs> mark you. All right. And that includes you, Frodo. Oh, oh. very well. Mm.
4: Now, sit down now, We'll have a Uh, pipe of old Toby together. uh You can tell me your news.
3: (sighs) Thank you, Bilbo. Uh, There's no pipe weed to compare with that of the Shire. I've missed it. Mm. As to news... Well, that, for the moment, must wait. Well, now. This is pleasant. Uh I must say... Your garden's looking very bright. Yes. Sam and
4: his father keep it well for me. Mm. And I'm very fond of it. And of all the dear old shah. And I think I need a holiday.
3: Oh, you mean to go on with your plan, then?
4: I do. I made up my mind months ago and I haven't changed it. Oh, very well. It's no
3: good saying any more. Stick to your plan. Your whole plan, mind. And I hope it'll turn out for the best for you. Well, I hope so. And for anyway. the Anyway... <laughs>
4: I mean to enjoy myself on Thursday, Have my little joke.
3: Mm. Who'll
4: laugh, I wonder. We shall see.
0: Eventually, after much excitement, Thursday, September the 22nd, actually came.
2: Here's the
3: signal for supper.